0: what is up everybody welcome to episode six of two times the grind we're back at it again it's another wednesday for you guys and uh, we're halfway through the week i hope you are soldiering on like we are uh weeks are long nowadays we're still at home uh coronavirus is still very much real it's a, it's a
1: good day to put out an episode
0: it is a good wednesday. Day. something to look forward to it's a nice little half half week mondays and wednesdays mondays right? and
1: wednesdays like, the best day
0: coffee can get you through anything that's, right. though. that's what i say um this coffee this week is from Beanbox once again um but of course you guys don't need Beanbox to to order some of these you know you can find them they're different types of coffee from all over the world the reason why Beanbox is so wicked is because you can order tons of different ones and sample ones so you can try it out yourself and see which one you fancy this one is a herkimer coffee uh it's a columbia rose bourbon mm. that already just sounds just sounds good so good, doesn't yeah. it? Uh, this coffee is so sugary and bright. You'll swear it's a cup of pink lemonade. Interesting. Very interesting really, it's a very that's a very interesting like first liner of yeah. a coffee description. Because if I wanted pink lemonade, I go buy pink lemonade. I wouldn't really buy a coffee. Yeah,
1: but, I wonder if it'll be good. Hmm. Anyway. By the way. Not sponsored by Beanbox. We yeah. just have like a two-month supply. Shout out SJ. Yeah. Our, uh, <laughs> so we have a lot of coffee to get sister.
0: through. <laughs> I say our sister, my sister-in-law. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, she's she's my sis. Soon to be. Um. Soon to One be. One day. Oh, gosh. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Not, not really?
1: Re- well, not really. Because I say soon to be. That, that means like we're engaged. You know what I mean?
0: It's not on the right finger. Someone
1: because you know someone the other day tweeted me like congrats on the engagement. Really? Yeah, and I was like We get that a lot. Yeah, know, that's why I mean that's why I said be I really. This is why be th- really.
0: I always tell people yeah. we're not engaged because you know why? You would know 100% sure. I would be screaming it from the rooftops. There'd be pictures, it'd be it'd be a time. Oh, that's good. He's, he's already trying it. We I like that. even finished the description. Anyway, continuing. <laughs> <laughs> An initial burst of lemon lime and ruby grapefruit mellows into a clean sparkly finish mm. one sip and you'll be seeing the world through rose bourbon colored glasses anything
1: yeah there's a rose color everywhere <laughs>
0: <laughs> um notes okay pink lemonade yeah elderflower and lime zest Interesting. so this is going to be quite citrusy then i'm guessing yeah, I
1: try it though i don't like, okay here we weird. go
0: this is my first sip of it like legit first sip <sighs> I like it. <laughs>
1: do you not like it? No, I do. Oh, okay, I can't taste anything. Yeah, I, that's what I thought. The I same thing. I, I don't taste pink lemonade. It's just a good cup of coffee.
0: I'll tell you what it does do though. I, um, I
1: can hear you trying to taste stuff.
0: <laughs> sorry, everybody. Block oh. your ears. Um, you know what it does do though. It doesn't give you that real. Kick at the back of your throat, no, like yeah. a really bold, smooth. strong coffee. Does it's, it's smooth. very smooth? Yeah. Um, it's really nice. I wouldn't say I feel like I'm drinking pink lemonade. I no. have to guess twice about it. Yeah. Um, but um, I don't taste. I, I don't taste very. I read citrus this. I read this notes. one,
1: and I didn't. I didn't read the description, but I just saw the notes say pink lemonade, other flower, lime zest. I was like, huh, that's interesting. And when I tried it, I thought the same thing. I was like, I didn't get any of that. Which
0: when you're brewing it, did you smell anything no. like that? No.
1: It really. It just. It smells good. It tastes good, but I don't get any. Maybe it's labeled wrong. Imagine? No, it's not labeled wrong. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. It can't be. No, it can't be. I,
0: I don't I really am not getting any of that through, no. but it's what I can tell you, what I can it's tell good. you, it tastes really nice. Yeah. Um, really nice. It just tastes like a really fresh, smooth cup of coffee it's it's the, t- the kind of coffee you could drink like five cups of yeah because it's, it's not so, so strong relaxed. yeah, yeah. It, and i think i guess that's kind of what they're saying on the description it's very mellow it's clean sparkly finish kind of like a soda has you know you feel refreshed i do feel refreshed after a sip yeah. of it to be fair it's very like this summary. Be gone within the first 10 yeah. minutes because I, lo- I really like this it's very lot.
1: like summary which i guess is kind of like what the description is kind of saying 100 percent. i could i just oh, don't get the note i just don't get iced. the notes that yeah. really ice would be really nice. That would be really nice. I just really don't nice. get the notes that it says, though.
0: Yeah, I'm not I'm not getting any and I've been citrus All the pink lemonade. Like, so far,
1: for every single coffee that we've had, I, I feel like I've picked up on the You know, what the do you notes want to know say. a
0: fun fact about pink lemonade? It yeah. brought me right back to when I was little. I, um... <laughs>
1: they have pink lemonade in the UK? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: Um... Best Pink Lemonade, I think, anyways, Mm -hmm. in Waitrose. That's a uh, UK supermarket, if anyone watching. I know know what it is. I know you know what it is. I'm letting everyone else know. Um, It's Pink Lemonade, for me, when I was growing up, I I grew up in a boarding school. um, And it's funny because we used to go to the shops every now and then on, like, a little weekend. All of us girls go to the the shops up the road and uh, we'd go to Waitrose. Mm -hmm. And literally all week I'd been scrounging pocket money to buy a big <laughs> bottle of pink lemonade.
1: Really? Mm-hmm. What's like and a, it
0: used to be the thing, pink lemonade. What's like
1: a brand? Can you think of one? Because I can't think of you know one I, can't, I, can't think I can one see either. it in my head, the brand. Yeah, I can brand.
0: too. But. I can't remember what it is, but it had one of those lids where it had like a metal... Um, Latch, and you could pop it off, and it pop out, and then okay. you could pop it back in and close the latch again. Do you know what I'm talking about? Keeps no. it for, No, okay, whatever. <laughs> um Anyway, I used to love that. Yeah. So, like, reading pink lemonade yeah. to me just reminds me of like, literally Childhood. all week yeah. counting my pennies to go up to Waitrose and and buy for like three three pounds. Yeah. You know, three pounds fifty. Go and buy this pink lemonade. What's oh, like? I would sip it all week. Like, just what's like every a, drop. Um, I used to love it.
1: What's like a coin in the UK? a coin yeah like because you do you do pence, pence pence obviously mm. so if you have like 25 pence like mm-hmm. here that'd be a quarter
0: yeah but the thing is we call it p
1: p yeah i know 25
0: p <laughs> 25 p 50 yeah. p okay
1: so no nothing like no names for it like in the u.s like a quarter a yeah, dime, we got, a penny. We got two
0: pounds three pounds uh, 50 pence, 60 pence, 25p, no, right. so, yeah, so 1p, 2p. Okay. It's all the same. Yeah, it, it's all the same. Is it in Canada? But they all look different. All yeah, was it in
1: Canada? Um, they're called loonies and toonies. I know,
0: I mean. Yeah. <laughs> the first it's, time like, I, it's like I, Roger Rabbit. The first time I ever talked that. to, like,
1: Royal 2 and Royal 1. Roger like, Rabbit runs Matt, Canada. Matt, like, said something. You know, I don't remember the context of it. It was so long ago. We've been teaming 10 years, you know. Um, he said something about, like... Chris, like, do you have a, like a loony or something like that? And I was like, huh, what, <laughs> <laughs> like what?
0: <laughs> I, I I've never, I I mean. Been- it's bizarre, though, isn't it? that is a weird yeah. thing to call currency. Anyway, it's kind of cool. Anyway. <laughs> it's different. Anyway, welcome, everybody. <laughs> um, so today we're going to be talking about a few different things. We're going to be touching upon CDL Stage 2. We just had Week 1 of Stage 2. Uh, it was the Toronto Ultra Home Series. We're going to be talking about the big shocks that happened throughout that week. We're going to be talking about some of the roster changes that we've just seen coming out of that first week. Um, and really just discussing... You know, what we think of it, you know, what we think of it as a whole, um, is it good decisions, bad decisions, where we think this will, you know, allow the teams to flourish, where it may not help the teams, etc, cetera, etc. Cetera. So mm-hmm. we're going to dive into that. We're also going to be talking a little bit about Halo. Uh, we're going to be talking about the double limb that happened finally for the pro Short players. Short amount Halo. Not yeah, a not, not a huge amount to talk about, but still a bit. Uh, and then we're also going to end up on social media. And uh, talking about social media, you're watching us through probably social media through a link. Um, so we're going to deep dive into social media, what it means, uh, the good, the bad, the ugly about it, mm-hmm. how it really does shape people's lives nowadays uh, coming into the new generations as well. So yeah, I'd love love you guys to tune along with us for the ride and uh, let us know what you think throughout the entire conversation. You know, leave your comments. If you fancy, leave a timestamp on, on you know, what where you're discussing this stuff with us. Uh, we love reading. We read every single comment. And we appreciate the support and the love. We think,
1: we think it's the coolest thing it in the world so when cool. people like watch and then like comment what they think or like what we talk about. I love it.
0: Me too, because I feel like I'm talking to you yeah. guys and with you, which is really cool. Uh, anyway, let's get cracking on it. So, CDL, uh, stage two has kicked off. We obviously last time discussed the groups and what yep. we kind of thought about it, um, who our underdogs were of each group. Mm-hmm. And we really got to see quite a few teams now in action. So, Very interesting uh, coming out of that. And I think the first team I want to discuss um, is London. On the Uh, board. They're on the board. I said this. Took
1: three roster changes to get there, (laughs) but on the board.
0: Hey, look. It's got to happen. you got to change it up somewhere. They had a
1: rough situation.
0: It's not even, yeah, it's not even just about the roster changes for London. You know, it's been really rough. A lot of things have happened that are out of their control, out yeah. of their hands. Yeah, Trey. Um, yeah, and, and they really struggled. You know, even Shawnee said to me in the interview, because I, I had a really heartfelt mm. conversation with him on air, which was awesome. And, you know, he really said it's been a major struggle because of stuff that's happened behind the scenes that they can't, you know, control. they have no part of. They, yeah. ha- they can't control it. And it hasn't allowed them to practice the way they want to because things have happened last minute. And that's kind of the world we live in, isn't it? You know, things happen um, and you can't, Especially you can't right control now. that. But you've got to do whatever you can to continue and Keep move pushing. Forward. keep pushing forward with and it. And really, yeah. I just felt like... It was the justice they deserved. They finally got something on the board for them. I mm. feel like they deserved it. And not only did they win, but they won in a 3-0 and o yeah. fashion. And that was huge. You know, coming on, you know, Paul, Paul X, the rookie, came on to the London Good Ravens. I, I, do you know what? I actually said that on yeah. there. I said, he's good name, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> I, think I, said, I think I said to Nameless in the Greener, I said, hey, all Pauls are pretty good, so I'm expecting big stuff out of this. You've got to live up to the name. Yeah. And boy, he did. Yeah. He he was the dominant AR we want him to be. He picked up a bunch of sleighs. He really was a game changer. And I think, you know, rookies, it's funny because I say rookies and it kind of sounds like I'm not giving them the credit they deserve. Like, I think that name rookie kind of sounds so like do you it's, know not, what I mean? it's not it's not how sound, it used to be it just doesn't sound it's like it's not rookie rookie yeah. is such an
1: old terminology mm. i feel like yeah um and i get it because like if he's a rookie in the league i like debut so much yeah better. like debut and
0: then i after that i don't really love talking about them as rookies because yeah. once they've cemented themselves they've been playing you know? so much yeah and, and, know, and it's weird to call them a rookie. so rookie. but it, technically they are rookies in the league however yeah. you know
1: like Shotzi, like think about it, Shotzi was like a rookie. Like he won rookie of the year, no. right? He was a rookie. He literally won like four Halo events, one of them being a world championship, you know, arguably the best player yeah. leaving Halo in 2018. He goes to Call of Duty, like, yeah, he's a rookie. You know, like, yeah, all right.
0: But, you know, it's, I think what is really cool about these rookies is them literally bringing the coolest, freshest, I'm um, yeah. um, New yeah, vibe. This is no pun, but an insight because mm-hmm. obviously insight is one of them as well. But that fresh insight that they bring to the team is so freaking cool. Um, and, you know, it was funny because I was listening to um, The Flank last night mm-hmm. and so were you in the background. But I was watching it and, you know, it's interesting hearing Method's take on, on rookies and kind of you know what they what they're capable of and he says like they're all nasty you know they they really are just ridiculous like they bring so much to the table and it's more about how you kind of can allow them to do what they can do let them go you know like go for it you know do what you are here to do and show us what you got but also be able to kind of tame them down in certain situations and I think that's where a rookie and a vet go hand in hand really well Mm -hmm. and especially if especially if the guy coming on is you know susceptible to uh to grow and improve and not only that but fit in with his team i think there's so much that comes in with a rookie coming into yeah
1: most most of the people that are playing in challengers and stuff now especially at a top level a lot of them have that capability it's just the aspect of what you're saying of you know you you need to be able to it's a learning experience and you need to be able to be led and told what maybe you're doing wrong where when you're playing in challengers you probably don't have that yeah so it's just a matter of the good players making their debuts that are going to stick around are those guys yeah. and i mean i don't you know i w- honestly we saw two great performances from insight and from uh paul, paul. X. yeah paul x i'm just gonna call him paul yeah. my boy, Your uh, boy paul. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you know how long they stick around for and what teammate they become is going to depend on on that
0: Definitely. Um, based on his performance, what did you think? Because obviously, it's it's you know. I think they I, won 3-0. I, I
1: said this to you as soon as it happened. Um, I think he cemented his spot. Mm-hmm. Period. Uh, he did. He did great, and he got him on the, the board. Mm-hmm. He will not be replaced for probably in, until changes are happening later on. Yeah, he, like he's, ne- next game. He made next history, game. isn't he, for his fans yeah.
0: and for London mm-hmm. because no own six is just. And again, tough times, you know, rough. But 0-6 yeah. is just madness, isn't yeah. it, when you look at it stat-wise. And it's upsetting for a lot of people, especially like that team.
1: A lot of fans, players.
0: Yeah, it's really sad. And because you're working towards something and you feel like it's just not working, no matter what, what happens, you just get thrown another thing yeah. your way. But he's come in and he's literally turned it around with the team. And I think like that is going to be in the forefront of people's minds now from now on. It's like, 100%. how could you ever drop Paul X at the moment? I mean, come on. 100% um but really, i was super impressed with how london played i thought it was absolutely excellent um, i'm interested
1: to see how they do the rest of the way um you know winning 3-0 your first match with a new player and they beat um they beat rocker yeah they, they beat did. rocker yeah. who clearly struggling mm. so i'm happy for him because i'm glad they got on the board i think paul x is going to be irreplaceable now yeah. you know um, but they need to carry that momentum. It's easy to honeymoon when you first bring in someone, you gotta keep it keep it going. But yeah. I think he's around a good group of guys. You know. Yeah. I think he's with some experienced players and everything.
0: Go on that Call of Duty League schedule. Let's just double check actually who it was that they did play. I just wanna make sure. No, no, up a bit. To the left. No, up? Yeah. Toronto Home Series, do you see it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was LA. Team. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So double checked it i did think it might have not been rocker but i wasn't 100 percent sure yeah. but it is lag that they played yeah three yeah, and rocker um, lost to florida and the that's reason i think the reason why i was yeah the reason why i was so shocked about that three no is because lag let's be honest in the major they had a pretty decent yeah, run in the yeah. major you that's know? even
1: more impressive though yeah beating lag exactly. that's why i was gonna say like oh you beat a struggling team it's kind of like florida like florida came out and beat rocker yeah but rocker now make a team change and you're kind of like uh, like mm-hmm. how much does it really have matter
0: match details i kind of wanna see uh, on what the, the score um, line was yeah, This on, one on match on details right here. Right. Yeah. We're gonna have a quick look at the match details. Beating the LAG though.
1: That's a they're mm. a solid team. Mm. You know? Oh I know. Like I know. you're throwing yourself up to probably You've got, you
0: got apathy. You got so many you got you got a ton of names on LAG yeah. that are performing. Is that a chopper? Yeah. Wow. That was a chopper,
1: everyone. <laughs> um pretty I mean game really only the control was close. Yeah. You know, two fifty yeah. one eighty nine game one, not really close. Six two S and D
0: yeah, I mean the control control can be a little bit tough sometimes, um, but I mean they've done pretty well to close it out la- that way in that fashion. And let's be honest, by that control point, LAG would have been like, turn it on now. Yeah. Like,
1: wait, we're we're stuck. We need a we're match point. Yeah. Like
0: we need to we need to turn this around. So they probably went ham sweat yeah. sweat mode <laughs> uh, on control. Game
1: three is one of the hardest.
0: And I'm guessing, I'm guessing App probably would have really tried to get a bunch of kills. I wouldn't be surprised if he had the highest. When, when you're up
1: two zero on a team, winning game three, it it can be okay. It goes two ways. When you're up two zero, if game if you won game two in like a heartbreaker, mm. game three is easy because they're usually somewhat deflated, and you can just like carry your momentum because you're hyped up. When you win the way they won, like a six two S and D. Game three is usually one of the hardest ones to win because it's so do or die, you yeah, know? Yeah. Kind of like what you said.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, I mean, big stuff from Paul X. I think you're really cementing him, himself on the team and really impressed with what, you know, he came into. Uh, but, you know, we have another another thing to talk about. I think, you know, for me, we also need to quickly touch upon insight as well. Yeah, um, Obviously, Toronto, home series, they start out with... Their new team, yeah. um, very bizarre move to me because I think overall what I'm going to say just to open the section up is, methods was not the problem. Um, bringing in Simeon was great because I mean, he's fantastic. I mean, I'll just. But methods. Can was I just not, say it? Yeah, go I ahead. I mean, I
1: don't know why they didn't drop Bance. I, I know.
0: Period. I mean, meth, I mean, honestly, <laughs> the methods, only nameless says that. Yeah. You know, the the only. The only.
1: The only thing that I could think in my mind, and you tell me if I'm wrong, is maybe it's just a role, like. You know, maybe replacing Bance with Insight doesn't necessarily fix. maybe that creates a role issue on the team. I'm not 100% sure, but that's kind of where I lean towards. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I don't understand it at all. Vance, um, um, you know, I'm sure he's a capable player. He's been a pro for a really long time. Yeah, but Ben, ben he,
0: has has definite, you know, yeah. skill.
1: But he's been struggling. He's been struggling Very in much. this game. And then, you you know, you replace someone who wasn't struggling. Yeah. At all. And at all. Actually so it, it makes, it makes the coaching aspect and the decisions behind it really interesting, which we'll talk about later on with some of these other changes. But, um, I'm just wondering at what point, like if they keep struggling, mm. I, I'm just wondering,
0: you know how we had a discussion as well, Paige, that it could have been something to do with the dynamic of the team. It could have been relationship wise. Mm-hmm. It could have been something else. Well, you know, based on what methods has said, genuinely, like openly, wasn't anything wrong with the relationship there he literally said like they're super close and that he was so upset that he didn't talk to his friends and anyone in the ultra center for two days yeah because it came out of nowhere nowhere. he was so upset that he literally just he said he couldn't bear it yeah because there was no problem and that's why he was so confused and that's why he literally i think in his tweet as well said i don't know what to say or do because he's like what why you know, it made no sense at all to anyone.
1: It's interesting because esports is moving. We can kind of talk about it slightly now before we dive into the other topic, but um, esports in general with the franchise format and stuff like that, it's moving away from player based decisions. Um, in the past, like in the past, right? Like when we were on, I'll just say like some orgs that exa- I've been a part of, like CLG and Optic, um, even with Sentinels, right? Like, we have always been the ones who made the decision right like when we replaced over two with lethal like that was our choice um nowadays in really most games with especially franchise based organizations are stepping up and being because they have coaches and analysts and you know xyz employee who it's their job to try to figure it out and i think they're stepping in over players um and that's it's interesting because we're hitting a new dynamic of eSports, especially yeah. for console like you know I say console, but call of duty now it's the first time that's really been a thing.
0: yeah, and no you' know, you're, you're spot on with it, that is very much how how it's made up currently and and you can even see that for yourself um based upon even the Rossmain that's just happened um literally on uh on Tuesday and the way that that is Monday. also present was it Monday today oh, tuesday Oh <laughs> yeah. Tuesday. yeah, we're filming for tomorrow <laughs> Oh, numbers stupid stupid (laughs) stupid um but you know that happened literally yesterday yeah and you can already see how it's presented to Mm -hmm. you you got a coach you got a manager or whatever it is you know whatever they are on the team and they're presenting it to you so you know it is very much seen as a decision collectively by the org yeah um which brings us on to talk about actually the roster changes that we have seen, um, you know, so far, and then we'll we'll talk to you about some more of the games. But let's just quickly talk about the roster changes while we're here. Yeah. Um, that have happened. in temp out. Mm-hmm. Uh, L.A. Thieves, obviously this team. You know, Don. Do you want
1: to go? You want to go break it down? Yeah, like I one think by one. I think so. I okay. mean,
0: Don, obviously, you know, getting benched. It's, I think, I think it's a shock to a lot of people because I feel like you know Tempest is such a household name now yeah. and he is a great player but if you actually look at the stats and i know stats mm. aren't absolutely everything but if you do look at the stats i mean overall kd he's got 0.96 right it's the lowest in his team it's not fantastic but for me the s and d was where it really kind of point, point eight nine. Yeah, 0.89 yeah S and d um and when I spoke to Nameless about this, he yeah. kind of mentioned to me that he knows Don pretty well, and he was just quite a hesitant player when it came to LA Thieves S and D. He was just quite hesitant, but which is kind of funny because the way that you know they played in New York the other day, um, I know they got reverse swept, which is not ideal. But in the S and feel like Tent was great, and he made some big plays and big pushes, and I saw him do some really huge stuff with like flanking B and helping aid, you know, it's like Game Two, or Game Five. That was. That was game two. Two. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's how they won. Yeah. They literally won yeah, the final round. He was round, making great plays V4. through it. Yeah. Two v four final round of game two, him and Slasher, and then obviously the rest of the New York mm-hmm. subliners team. And at the end, he had a one on one with um, Clay, and he, he clutched up. It was great. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I think it does come as a bit of a surprise. Um, you think it's a good change? That his s is that bad.
1: Potentially is a good change.
0: Yeah, I think yeah. it's the only change that they could have done right now based on how people are performing. Yeah. I think it was the safest band. They've also kept their core three, haven't they?
1: Yeah, so I think that this is their last chance, right. LA Thieves, like it, for that core three. I said it, you can go back to, the fir- I think it was the first episode that we talked about it. I said I didn't fully understand them sticking together, but you know what, maybe maybe they're going to have the swagger to them being on LA Thieves, and you know they're going to make it work. And um, I think I said, like, you know, they... they started with this like weird four zero that people weren't really predicting and it's like okay so are they the real deal or are they pretenders and they were they, they were pretenders for the first major like they weren't good for the first major and you could see the change coming mm. because of how much they're struck. you know
0: for people watching what is a pretender what what makes what to you makes a pretender in a, in, a, in a team pretender
1: is just like you know you're they're 4-0 to start stage 1 and you know they're going up against Dallas and you're like man they can hang with these top 3 teams yeah but then they play a top 3 team and it's like oh they get 3 0 by Dallas they go to the major they lose to LAG in the major um, round 1 and then they play optic and they lose to optic and you're just kind of like it just wasn't there you know but when they're leading into it, you're like, oh, wow, they could really do this. But it's like, no. You said that
0: so early on. I remember yeah. when you said that to me. Yeah. It, was so, it was way before their their streak of winning. Um, and I remember you saying that to me. And I was like, really? Because they look really good. Yeah. And you're like, no, trust me. Um. So there was something going wrong there. Yeah. Something is still going wrong. They brought in Venom. Could be Venom, the fix. Venom actually, funny enough, team with Paul and Challengers. Yeah. He's won four Challengers Cups. They're getting, they're getting cups. picked one by one they over are. there. <laughs> Just off in different yeah. places now. Um, but won, won four Challengers Cups. Um, And he's an AR. So mm-hmm. I think in terms of the team dynamic and roles, Kenny obviously picking up the sub with the new meta and it's working yeah. really nicely for him actually. Kenny is doing really good with the sub and I'm really liking that. It. why it's seeing, been pretty good. Yeah, it's been very good. And just you know like the way he moves and just you can just see he's just happy he's mm-hmm. just happy and you can tell that it comes across in his gameplay yeah. and stats um so he's been frying but tj's gonna run a flex i think um you know slash ar yes yeah, slash classic ar obviously yeah. um and then venom's gonna come on as an ar himself so it could,
1: it could be the fix like i've said it all along with them it they have every potential to be an amazing team they got great players like you know Slasher. I think is, has in my mind been one of the best ARs. Period. Maybe not like this year per se, mm-hmm. but overall, like his skill is there, and the skill for all those guys is there. They just have to put it together as a group. And maybe having this, you know, I don't, I don't know how old Venom is, but for the sake of calling him a rookie, the young kid coming in, maybe it's the change that they need. Yeah, you know, definitely. maybe it's the honeymoon, but I do think it's the last. For me, I think it's the last chance. I don't, I don't think you're. Um, Gonna bring in someone new, mm. not have it go well, and then try to convince me that like, oh no, we need someone else again.
0: You know, I have heard that Venom is nasty. Yeah. So I'm excited it. to see it. yeah, neither do I am excited to see it. Um but based on like obviously we're talking about that, I'd like to quickly talk about another big shock that we had mm. NYSL reverse sweeping this LA Thieves yeah. team, which ironically has led to them making yeah. a change. It was the dagger. Yeah, it really was a dagger in the heart um and venom hopefully pulling it out and patching either. it up
1: i don't even know how like how did that a- happen? la i don't even know how la <laughs> was up two zero. did you want like two, i mean i was just gonna say did you watch of course you did, he did. Yeah. um la versus toronto that was some of the sloppiest gameplay i've ever seen did you see the insight like i know he won v3 a couple of times remember it was, remember um, the, it was the one almost of the worst search and
0: destroys i've ever seen it was all round it was terrible the communications from la were shocking
1: did you see the almost 1v3 that like i think it did it did it yeah that he almost had that would have i think extended it right yeah that was to win it Mm -hmm. they went it was a 1v3 and they just it looked it looked literally like not even challenger's level i know like strategic play they didn't go for a trade they just won by one by one i was like i don't know and that's why you know uh, now that, that reminds
0: me a little bit of the Dallas match Their S and D and that 0.1 second yeah and that that bomb went off and there was only 0.1 second to defuse it and didn't get, you know, didn't, get didn't, didn't didn't get it um, I mean it was it was, it, it was the dagger though now yeah.
1: you know it led to the change but I, I mean I'm impressed with NYSL either way because good teams find a way to win um, and I think NYSL is just kind of continuing to prove that they're they're a consistent good team
0: did you did you watch that final um, that final game that final S and D New York.
1: I was competing in tournaments. Yeah. So I, know you I were. see it on and off.
0: Let me just tell you real yeah. quick. Clayster.
1: Yeah. Oh, he his stats he, was he, insane.
0: He won that entire yeah. game. I think he that had like SMD a one point two three was, in the whole series. He was and I'm telling you right now that S and D was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And you can already imagine what he was saying, but like the camera came to yeah. him and he said, I'm doing this. Yeah. And I was like, he, <laughs> and he was on I've never seen anything like it. He was like on it. He was car. He was literally carrying. carrying.
1: How many kills did he drop? Do you remember?
0: No, I, I don't. I don't really remember. But it was. I, I think I don't really remember because I don't think for me it was really about the kills he was getting. It was more so like what he was doing. Yeah. Like on the map, like he was running around and he was just like You're shredding. Yeah, just yeah. team killing. Like and it was just like Jesus. <laughs> and he, just... he, was fi- he, was, yeah. he he was fine. He was. He he'd had enough. You know, he got to. That second s d and it two mm. no down, and he was like, "I've had enough. Yeah. Like that's it. Call we we a, can do this. This is door. awful. We can. I know yeah. how to do this. Like listen, let's let's go for yeah. it." Um, and and they did. So it was so impressive, though. Um, and he, you know, he didn't want to in the interview say that it was all him, but but he literally said it on y- camera. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "I'm doing this." Yeah. Um, and so you know, but I I appreciate the humbleness from Clay, and he he gave me a great interview, and it was really cool to like. Have that insight on what he was doing.
1: Are you concerned that they could go down 2-0 versus LA Thieves? LA Thieves on the brink of making a change. Basically, obviously, this is the dagger that made them make the change. But you know, Look, clearly, uh, stuff's um, not going right. No, see, I'm not. Yeah, not concerned. I'm not concerned yeah.
0: because to me, that's more of a reflection on Thieves than them. Mm. Um, let's be honest. Compare their teams together. Mm. You know, there's already an opinion here on LA Thieves. They shouldn't be sitting or floating at fifth or sixth. Yeah. Like people look at that caliber team and are like, no, Kenny, what, how, Slasher, how are you TJ. fifth or sixth? Yeah. Like, There's no way you should be top four at least. At least. Um, you should be playing with the you know on at the top of the big leagues here, and it's just not happening for them. So it's for really me, it's like, really
1: kind of NYSL versus LA for that that fourth that top four, isn't yeah,
0: it? Yeah, but I think NYSL still have a long ways to go. Yeah. In terms of they solidifying their team and and really kind of having. Having a, I suppose, like a certain, I don't know, ego about them because I don't think they have ju- quite got that. They're just that. the underdog. They haven't quite got that like yeah. solidified they're, team. They're yet. the
1: underdogs still, yeah. like yeah. in every in they're every match. They're still learning. Yeah. They're still
0: trying to like figure out each other. I think as well, um, and kind of where they stand. And and I think that's more so a reflection on LA Thieves in that series than them because LA Thieves let themselves down. Yeah, uh, there. 0 You got a chance yeah. to
1: close it. You don't.
0: Yeah. Um, and then Clay just yeah popping off
1: (laughs) when does he not though you know he he, without his emotions with stuff is so cool to watch like as a fan as a player i don't like it like i i I don't you know yeah like i couldn't do it myself and then even i always think like we kind of talked about this i think it's better to have less emotion as a player but i gotta give clay his credit like he's been that way his whole career and it's never like he doesn't play he's a, an emotional player but he doesn't play bad based on emotions yeah. and i think he said something like um people saw he was down 2-0 i think it was he was down 2-0 or maybe he was up to i don't remember and people saw him doing like a breathing technique and people were like kind of like memeing him about it right. and he responded being like you know like that's me literally i've been doing that for like years like it's me calming myself down and well, it's yeah. like the you thing
0: know is you, you do this for a living. Yeah, like okay but it's cool Come on, it's cool
1: to see that like even with as hype as he gets he knows how to like yeah bring it but back like, you know? let's be real yeah. okay
0: everyone watching you you cannot tell me that you do not get tilted by video games you <laughs> cannot tell me because i'm sorry then you're a liar yeah like you do yes you do you you or can you be you need to
1: seek a doctor
0: <laughs> seek a doctor for like just just in general life advice because there is you are getting tilted by anything it could be anything yeah. um but, like, the fact that one of the best players in the world can, like, admit that like, he gets tilted, everyone does. But, you know, the fact that he does it for a living, like, I'm no wonder the dude's got to calm himself down. I would. Oh, yeah. my God, Hell, look at me at pubs. Like, I'm, <laughs> like, my desk is in risk of being broken yeah. every single time I play. Like, She's not being sarcastic, I promise. It's just how it goes. Um, But, no, you know, I, I think that is such, like, a, I think that's such, like, a cool move from yeah. him to be, like, yeah. So yeah. I'm, I'm literally calming myself down because that's how I am. Yeah. You know, everyone, everyone deals with things differently. I deal with fits of rage when I play. You know, I I slam my fists on a yeah. desk. If anything, but he too, has to yeah. like literally bring it back in because if he takes it too far, it's it'll be cool. It's him. cool
1: too because like for people who maybe are more emotional players, it's someone you can kind of like look up to. You like the cup of coffee? How huh? you finished it's gone it? Already. You said it, yeah. I said it, you're gone. Um it's cool because like people who are a little <laughs> bit more of emotional players, they can look at him as like that's what I should, I need to replicate that, you know, because yeah. he's an, an emotional player, but his consistency and his gameplay speaks for itself to where it doesn't impact him. Definitely. You know?
0: Yeah. Uh, talking about big impacts though, uh, let's talk about, you know, another team change that we've had that hopefully will be an impact to the team, which mm-hmm. is Rocker. Now it's not a shock that Rocker are changing things up uh, after a very, I would say a flat kind of run you know in the last couple of weeks that they've had it hasn't been great has it Um, yeah team has been suffering results have been suffering um and they finally taken the plunge to change things up which actually i i bet was really tough for them because you know it's one of the things that we discussed right at the beginning
1: double three oh yeah i I thought it was
0: yes they got they got they got donated (laughs) twice um but you know i think for them it probably was a really tough decision because they came into the league and I remember like a key talking point that I had had Mm -hmm. and it's been stuck in my head forever is that their roster on paper is wicked. Like it's such a cool roster on paper. Like they're so talented. Their roles are like almost dead on, like perfect. But it's not working. So it's so strange.
1: Like, okay, so on paper, Mm -hmm. they all fit perfectly. Yeah, Like like no one had to like change up their role. But the problem is they play a very different game than what other people play like when you watch like simp and a and you know our cities and sellian play yeah like the speed that they play at rocker do not play at that no, no and i don't necessarily think you have to you know but it was pretty obvious early on like you know you even we've talked about it before it was pretty obvious early on that they were like a slower team and they just couldn't make it they w- weren't making it work you know yeah. the only thing that they had going for them was like oh our snd game is good you
0: know? Yeah, I I think I totally agree with that. I it's something we just wasn't working. Yeah. Was it? just not fitting in. And I don't I don't even necessarily think it's just their gameplay, but I think it's just something because, for example, like they've got Priester on the team. Mm-hmm. Priests used to that fast paced like attitude because he's played with, yeah. you know, with the dying Terrors, you know, yeah. he was part of that legacy with them on phase. And he's now moved to rocker had to probably slow things down a little bit. And he's not really playing that true to himself, I suppose. So maybe that's kind of what's happening with the rest of the team That the way that this team comes together and the way that they produce their call of duty play yeah. is just not exactly the end result you need no. in the league. It's not working against no. the other teams. So it's either like you have to switch things up as a whole team which I'm guessing they probably tried to do that in stage two, and it hasn't worked again. Yeah. Um, if anything has got worse, and now it's back to the drawing board and replacing somebody, which unfortunately is Major Maniac. Now, I'm this surprised. is this oh, this is unusual because uh, you look at stats, right? And uh, again, stats aren't always always the best kind of like way to visualise what a player is capable of, because. There's a lot of things that can go into a game in a series. Uh, but, I mean, consistently, Priester hasn't really been doing that well. Yeah. So, you know, he's got the lowest stats in in his team. Overall, he's at a 0.85. Um, his hard points are 0.89 and s and 0.85. And then the biggest one, control, which is a 0.79. I
1: guess the hope with Priester and leaving him in is that they want to play faster and maybe they think that he will be able to help that. Because maybe yeah. the reason why he's struggling as much as he is like is what sense. you is what yeah. you just said, of suppressing. I I think that accuracy is a slow slower AR. I think Major Maniac is slower AR. The only reason why I'm surprised that accuracy wasn't benched over Major Maniac is because I think he overall put up better stats than him. But Priesta and Major Maniac obviously teamed last season, and I mean, they got second and champs. Yeah. So it's like clearly like. There isn't this lack of being able to i mean you had a abisi on your team and selling him so don't get me wrong like that's mm-hmm, that'll help you mm-hmm. but it's not there's not some um lacking part on the, yeah. between them you know yeah but they you know didn't work and now we got a uh, standy standy
0: standy i Coming really in. don't know anything about Standy at all so i can't really comment uh, until we do see him play but something that i will be doing towards you know coming back up to week two is i'll be watching a lot of vod from challenges and i'll be watching venom and Standy uh, perform probably also a little bit of insight as well yeah um just to try and see some more vod from him because i feel like you know it's early days you want to kind of see them as a whole uh and see their past and present so for for me it's a, it's a good way to kind of understand a player a little more i'd be
1: interested to see how players feel about these changes you know that
0: i i heard it all last night i know
1: but like Because it's so based on management and coaches and stuff like that. Mm. And you don't have to like comment on this because I don't, you know, I I don't know how harsh you want to be, obviously. Um, But as a player who isn't managed, like for myself, right, I'd have a really hard time going somewhere that other people made the decisions for us. Um, I don't know. It'd be really difficult. What,
0: what, what do you think about it in terms of like the sport so style? The, yeah, so
1: like what they said yesterday on the flank when we were listening to it is it's moving to more of a traditional sport, which is coaches make the decision, management make the decision, which I, I don't hate. I like it. I, I like the idea that players are a little bit more removed from the scenario. Um, but I think that for a lot of like older players that have always had the say it's just it has to be challenging to kind of like take a step back and be like it's out of my hands now you know
0: yeah yeah and i guess that like you don't i don't i don't know how this works but you don't get a choice of where you go yeah i'm guessing that's probably right as well
1: at the moment yeah like if you get benched like you're just Yeah, like for example, if a team
0: wants to pick you up and you're all like, yeah, you got
1: to wait for buyouts and stuff. Like it's it's a complicated. It's not like it used to be. It's a complicated process. Yeah, it's complex. Yeah,
0: Yeah. I mean, it's it's tough, but like I think the good thing about all of this, like the one Mm -hmm. positive thing, I think, because it's never nice to see a player get benched. It's you know, it's it breaks your heart for them. Yeah. Um. But again, you do want to see a team improve. I think overall, and choices have to be made, but. I think the one really good thing that happens is obviously Challengers is, oh. uh, is a fantastic platform for amateurs to come up to the pro level. And I think it's really cool that Call of Duty has introduced this kind of way um, to get new faces in town. I think, I think it's really awesome. I think
1: Challengers is the best, from my perspective, I think that Challengers is one of the best ways to become a professional player, yeah, period. Hundred And the progression that you've seen through... CWL to CDL of CWL people were picking up like academy teams yeah and then now obviously they're doing the same but now it's franchised um it is so tough as a professional like from when I wanted to go pro right I love everyone I teamed with to death we talked about this in a a past episode I think it was literally last episode but it is so tough to find equally skilled people that are going to help you break into the top 16 then break into the top eight And you got to get kind of lucky that you're going to come across the right people that want to team with you and all of a sudden, but with challengers there's, there's a give and take to it. Cause it's a little bit, I think it's a little bit more on the selfish side with challengers because you're all trying to make it to the top, Yeah. but you don't necessarily need to win everything. In challengers to get noticed. Yeah. And I, I love that I, aspect of
0: I, it. I love that too. And then more to your point about it as well, which I think is really cool. I think this is what challenges does really nicely to try and obliterate that portion because there is a level of selfishness mm-hmm. there. And I think that comes with anything when you're trying to get to the the top of your level yeah. or anything, it just happens. But what I love about challenges is the fact that they have such a fantastic prize pool available yeah. as well all year round uh, where it's you know going uh, parallel to the league. Um, so not only does it open up available players in challenges to come up and become these new, you know, you know, new roles on the rosters that are very much needed, but it also helps the you know the players and challenges to really also focus on something to have that team dynamic to try and progress towards something bigger which is a prize pool and to play for something um and i think it gives them a purpose without it always just being about the next step for them it also gives them that competitive purpose so i think it's absolutely incredible and if you think about how talented every single one of our rookies are i mean we have like our, our graphic and it, I show it almost every single time. Not that it's my decision what graphics we yeah. show, but it happens every time. And we have a rookie graphic and it keeps getting bigger and bigger. And you literally see how good, good these guys are. It's not one of them that is yeah. bad. Like they're all so good. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's awesome that challenges are producing the goods here for the league. And I think it's a, a really amazing way of, of getting new people involved and, and new faces for the future. Agreed. It's really, really cool. I love that. I, agree. Um, I think that's everything for, yeah, Call, for Call of Duty this week, pretty much. What do you guys think? Let us know. What do you think of the changes? Um, obviously, mania is happening. Uh, could continue to happen this week. Yeah, Who knows? We'll, we'll be see. watching out. Um, but what, what do you think of the changes anything that you would have done differently yourself what do you think of it um are you excited to see these new faces in some of these uh teams and, and the league uh do you know any of them from challenges do you follow challenges are you a big fan of venom or sandy or anyone let us know down below um but we're going to move on to halo yeah so my love this yeah. is this is very much your domain here. Uh, obviously, you've been playing in uh, a couple of Halo tournaments here, and there for the Pro League. Mm-hmm. Um, talk to me about it. You know what's been going on from your your aspect because I I have obviously been a little busy. Yeah. I have been following because obviously know. you're playing. I appreciate. So, it. Um, <laughs> but you know, talk to me. It's double the limbs come your way yeah. finally.
1: I don't I don't want to talk about it too much because there's not great. We kind of cover this. They're just not great things to say, and it sounds like it's like a big. I don't want to come off as like complaining, you know, know. but, um, so they changed our tournaments to double limb for Halo five, uh, finally after eight months of people complaining about it. Mm -hmm. And like most people are like really happy about it and I'm happy because I think that it provided a great tournament and a great entertainment. But on the flip side of that, like, I just don't, I just don't get it. You know what I mean? Right. I don't understand like how you can complain for eight months and then randomly out of nowhere like they tried making a change and people were like mad even more mad and then they changed it later on and one of the reasons that i think and it's kind of like my own conspiracy that i've worked up in my head is i put out a tweet they tried changing they tried changing the format from what they're already doing to something worse and um i made a tweet about it and mlg adam you know you obviously yeah. know who i'm talking about Esports replied to it mm-hmm. replied to it and was like wait what like what are they doing and i explained it to him and he didn't reply he didn't say anything but then two days later this thing was changed changed. and he's not esport engine isn't working on what we're doing right now i just imagine like it has to be a bad look when they're coming into the scene for infinite obviously and all the players are sitting there just unhappy and it's not
0: even just unhappy with the game itself because obviously that's also brought some that's a separate issue too but just unhappy with the way that it's um it's actually even being programmed just yeah. like how your bracket works and just the stuff that is in their control yeah. completely it's moving in the it's right really direction yeah. but
1: it's just it's just it's like you want to feel like happy that the change you wanted is made but then on the flip side of that it's like well it's almost like a slap in the face because it's like why now like well, you could have done it so long ago and then for me it just feels like i've been complaining and complaining and i do try to do it through the proper channels of like tweeting people like dming people or texting people and yada yada and changes don't get made i put out i finally put out one of probably like four public tweets um let's be real probably more than four but Mm -hmm. about the about the bracket thing about the tournament format itself specifically probably like four and um it got the right person's attention it's what it comes across as it's like it got oh it got the right person's attention so like now all of a sudden it's changed and it's almost like i just feel like it's a little bit of a slap to pro players and then um it was a great tournament. It was a sick double M cloud nine goes through, gets their first win in the pro series, double elimination, you know, yeah. good job. We beat them in winner's bracket. They beat us, um, losers finals game five. Yeah. Credit to them. You know, it was great. Um, the yep. other issue <laughs> that we ran into because it's just our lives and that's just what we're dealing with is, uh, there's been really bad lag on halo five. I know you guys who watch, yep. you've probably been dealing with it like I have for a couple of weeks now. Yeah. Um, how you can allow a competitive tournament for any amount of money to be held on what we were dealing with is really bad. And the worst part about it, not one ounce of acknowledgement until t- like two days after the tournament. Okay. Well, and, what,
0: was, what was acknowledged?
1: Um, finally, the community manager named Unishek replied um, saying uh, a guy went and got all the clips over the past couple of days that has happened to him of like you're like it's like really bad you've seen it i showed you it's like server lag I and just and, seen it. and I was you're watching yeah your you you, you like all of a you'll be playing and all of a sudden the game freezes and you just like lag off the map yeah and it's like you know obviously not or the just mo- like it's all your shots things. aren't registering like shots, shot registration yeah um
0: the movement the lag yeah. the just there's a lot yeah you know like blood shot so
1: like, he mm. he replied to this person who like came up with these clips being like thanks so much for submitting your clips um You know, make sure to submit a support ticket to yada, yada, yada. And I was like, dude.
0: You oh, know, that was the acknowledgement. That was
1: the acknowledgement. It wasn't like, hey, we're working on this. It was like, make sure you submit your clip. Hey, thanks so much for submitting this clip. It's like going to have the team look at it. Can you please submit it to here as well? And it's like, dude, this has been happening for like a week and a half. But and you just held a $5,000 tournament.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, I'm not going to comment too much no, about yeah, it. No, yeah, like, do I, I love Halo and I yeah. do want to be involved in the future, uh, how, however that may People, be. Yeah. But I, and it's it's very difficult, this topic, because... You're holding the tournaments. Yeah. You're watching the tournaments. Yeah. You can see it happening. Yeah. And there is, there is lack of, yeah. lack of acknowledgement only, of it. The
1: only reason why we're yeah. even bringing this up is because we've had people say stuff to me, say stuff to you, comment being like, we really want Halo stuff covered. And yeah. I just want to make sure you guys know we love Halo. Yeah. We can't wait for Infinite. We can't wait to talk and praise so, and I'm say so everything excited. great. Yeah. Um, but this part of the segment was more to just explain why we don't talk.
0: We're not talking about a lot about
1: what's going on because. Every player, we feels don't want to just this,
0: sit here and, it's not and, a bash. and and talk negatively about yeah. something that we do love yeah. in the long, you know, long run. We yeah, love it exactly. Um, and it, you know, it's a sad, it's something and, sad, and, and, th- and also it is your livelihood. Yeah. So it's sad for you. And, yeah. and you know, he does get very much affected by it. It's something that does really kind of like either make or ruin the yeah. day. I had a, what you uh, love doing. I put out
1: a tweet on like why I'm like how this stuff now is stressing me out more than Infinite Will. Yeah, and someone like replied being like, why stress? And it's like, dude, like, you know, this is literally like my life. You know, <laughs> yeah. like, this is like how I make my living. This is my life. It's what I it's what I professionally care about. And then on top of that, it's you're you're having all these people it's not Halo's fault. I don't that I understand the delay. So I don't want yeah, uh, let me course. say that now. I hundred percent understand the delay of infinite. But like imagine like you're in your career and you just need to hit the pause button. Yeah and it's like, that's it. Wait, you wait a year and then you'll be back. And for a lot of people, it's like you got to make sure you're good in a year you know what i mean because yeah. that that's a problem that's a, not a problem but that's a thing in gaming you got to make sure your skills are up so you know we don't want to bring negative to the podcast ever because we love halo and honestly i think that our worst days are behind us. I'm fully confident in Infinite and eSport Engine and all the orgs jumping in. Um, I wouldn't say, you know this, I wouldn't say it if I didn't think it. No, I know you
0: wouldn't. I know. We probably, if if we didn't have anything, at least good to say, we probably wouldn't have said anything at all. But um, hey, good job on the double LM. Thank you. Well, Finally got it done. I got it. Got Let's it go. done for people. <laughs> nice stuff. Um, but yeah. So, do you know, what? it's funny because our next topic kind of comes hand in hand with this because yeah. a lot of this stuff is really done on social media. And that mm-hmm. was something that we wanted to touch upon next. Um, you know, social media is uh, it's a rough world sometimes. Um, it can be very, very overly positive, but it can be very, very overly negative. And I think it also creates a platform where people aren't afraid to tell either their opinions or even just stir the pot because yeah. it doesn't matter. You can't really tell sometimes who people are. Yeah. Other times you can. I hate social media. Um, I'll just say it. Yeah, it's 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 funny our whole life is surrounded yep. by social media and it literally is our job. Um and it it comes part and parcel with it. Um but then what again that comes what? Part and parcel. <laughs> you have ever heard of that? Yeah, don't Have you ever heard that no, saying? There's
1: a UK saying, but like parcel is not part know. and parcel yeah i know what you mean i know what you mean but all right you've never heard that <laughs> before oh, that parcel oh i
0: say that quite a lot I was about say say it, it, goes, it, goes, it goes
1: like hand in hand that's what people yeah, say part
0: and parcel <laughs> <laughs> it's like okay guys i don't know if you've ever heard heard this before but i don't call it post yeah no i don't call it mail, mail. i call say it post, post. yeah <laughs> I don't even know where I yeah. am, Who am I anymore? Um, I call it post. Mm-hmm. Like, check check the post. Anything come mm-hmm. in the post? <laughs> He's like, huh? No,
1: I'm not. I know. Yeah, you got used to it but the I'm, beginning, No. like, the be- huh? Okay, the beginning, whenever we obviously like were first talking and even just like as friends, it, it was very much like Wait what? What does that mean? I know, it's yeah, like oh my, oh, that okay. ha- it's so yeah. funny.
0: It's you, you haven't done that in such a long no, time, or now vice now in, versa. Yeah. Because apart till just then, yeah, till literally just no. Then, but
1: I knew, like when you parcel, said it, I knew. You know what it means. I knew what it means. But like yeah, I just thought it's you know funny because it most people listening probably are like what. Like what did she just say? That's <laughs> how, and that, I just thought it was funny. Yeah.
0: If I haven't said anything wrong now forevermore, it's a British thing. Just ignore yeah. me. Um, I know. If I haven't mispronounced yeah. something, that's British. That's British. Um, British people are like, nah, <laughs> no, it's not. Um, yeah, so funny. It's funny that we haven't done that in a long no. time. We, you haven't had. We haven't had to. Uh... No,
1: I know the language. <laughs>
0: I've decoded everything. We haven't had to put that into Google Translate. No, I've decoded everything. Um, but, you know, talking about decoding, social media is so hard to decode. Yeah. Um, you know, social media, it does come with so much, like, so much, like, good, with it. Good you and know. bad. It can, like, this is how I see it, right? It's, very, it's, it's weird because it's really changed as well yeah. over the years. It really has changed. It hasn't just become a platform to update people what you're feeling or what you're doing that day. It's really started to become quite political. Yeah. Um, it starts to become quite intensive like intense personal very personal like yeah it's become careers career enders Mm -hmm. um it's there's so much to it now um and i think the main one i kind of really want to talk about is twitter instagram you know that's the kind of main two that i'm definitely on Mm -hmm. and it's tough because let's let's like let's put it into like a perspective Okay, let's say you got someone who's big. We're not going to name any, any names, just going to be hypothetical here. But someone who's huge, massive following, mm-hmm. really used to people giving them love, yeah. the gas, the premium gas. You know, like always, always on their side, yeah. really for them and has been for a long time. I feel like that does produce an ego for this person. You know, the whole life is um, being accepted, um, is constantly being told that they're amazing and self-assurance. Yeah. And then suddenly you do one thing wrong, could be the smallest little innocent thing, and that flips. Yeah. Everyone hates you. Suddenly you're getting hate, death threats, terrible things that are happening. And she's not talking talking about
1: like cancel culture or anything like that, by the way, where people do something actually bad. She's saying. I'm talking about like
0: literally the smallest thing like yeah. you <laughs>
1: they just don't like something you say yeah they don't know? like
0: something you say or like it, or your opinion on something yeah. or whatever that's it a is about, not,
1: not something you say yeah because that sounds like i'm it's not like talking something about i'm
0: not talking about anything to do with like genuine problems yeah. like racism no, or no, on, no, no you know it's
1: like your opinion on something stupid yeah like yeah
0: it's not something actually terrible yeah. because that's completely different um but Something very small where it's just who you are and suddenly people don't like that. Mm -hmm. People do not like that at all about you and suddenly they hate you and it's an overwhelming feeling. And that ego, that self-assurance that you were leaning on for however long that was really pushing you through your goals... Has suddenly gone yep. Disappeared And actually you're getting The opposite feeling Of feeling completely alone And feeling like Everyone doesn't like you Around you That is a really tough thing To deal with As one person Yeah As like literally As as a human being Like we actually said This this morning You put it really well Actually about how You are not made To deal with right,
1: Something like yeah. that So I'll, I'll like kind of repeat myself i basically said like human nature like at least in my mind and what i think like i don't think that your thoughts and opinions it's been for the better obviously Mm because the amount of positivity that now has come from social media and being able to meet people across the world but like you are not meant to receive mass amounts of good compliments and mass amounts of negative right like for the most part like pre-social media you were around like your friends, your family, your coworkers. Yeah. And for the most part, you tried to take the good from that, and that's who you'd be with most. And occasionally, you would receive the negative person or the negative, you know, whatever, and the negative situation, and you would normally try to remove yourself from that situation. Yeah. But with social media, it is an impossible...
0: Yeah, or you can face it up front. Or you can face it up front and address it and whatever.
1: Mm -hmm. But with social media, it's just one of those things... um, it's an insane amount of positive. It does an insane amount of positive. You can receive an insane amount of positive. But then there's the negatives to it. Um, and it's tough. It's yeah. tough on people. It's tough on mental mental really, health. It and is really
0: tough. And it's also brought, I think, a new angle of cyberbullying yeah. as well. Because obviously that had you know that had its own craze at yeah. one point when with the uprise of MSN back in the day and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And the fact that you could speak to people online more and the cyberbullying that happened. Because... It kind of came from the aspect of school yeah. um, or groups, collective groups at a young age. And what you would say to them in person yeah. is very different from what you could say typing online. Yeah, uh, Because you don't have... You, you have something very separate between you. You have a wall yeah. of miles of however many miles you are away from someone i think you can that just type side of it
1: i think that side of it is what i have the That's biggest problem with with social media is like the comments like people and we like we know this you know you guys know <laughs> it right people are so confident saying stuff behind a keyboard yeah, and a keyboard monitor warriors. and but the problem with it is like you know it just you have to you have to try to Like, look, even if you're watching this, right, and say you type the odd troll comment, you just have to realize, like, the effect of what your comment could have on somebody, Yeah. you know? Because everyone, everyone thinks, like, oh, I'm only joking, but everyone also knows it's so hard to get that point across on a text, especially across... Twitter, where I don't know you. Like, I don't know that you're joking or whatever. And you
0: also don't know what other people are going yeah. through. Yeah. You know,
1: you know, I put out, like, a picture of me at, like, 11 years old. Like, you know, it was, like, a funny post, right? It was a picture of me at 11, like, holding up my MLG pass. You know, like, I got people, like, messaging me, saying, like, you're like like oh like, you so fat, or, like, you were so fat, and yada, yada. And I was, like, first off, like, I was 11. Like, so I'm, I'm old enough now and also don't have an issue yeah. of, like, I don't care, right? But, like, imagine if you said that to someone who has like a body image issue yeah. right and yeah. it's like obviously i don't but it's like why? like what goes through your mind to think like there's an 11 year old kid it was a funny post about like my first event like destroying the fa bracket yeah and you follow that up with something negative about me i know you know it's what i mean very,
0: i know it's and it's Some uh, half the time, it's usually a reflection on them because they're obviously insecure about something to do with their life, and they have to kind of portray that on other people to make them feel better. And that could be a subconscious thing to them; they don't know they're doing that. Yeah. But I mean, it is. I this is why I struggle with social media, and I've said this to you so many times because I do receive a lot of hate. Uh, I receive an awful lot of good, uh, with a a small amount of hate, which I feel very lucky about. Inappropriate. Inappropriate uh, comments. But what I would say about it is, you know. It's it's very hard for me to understand sometimes because I can only understand what I'm capable of. Yeah. I can't understand what other people are capable of yeah. or feel okay doing. So I struggle to look at it because I sometimes come up to you, don't I, and I say, This person said this. I'm not upset, but this person said this and I'm like, Why would you ever say that? Yeah. What, like what would bring you that's to why you, start, say you started taking people? my
1: advice on just blocking people yeah blocking never seen never seen just see to warn again.
0: everyone watching um you know <laughs> like not let any of our viewers are like no, this because honestly we we, love posi- you we have guys. positivity you're amazing we love every single person all about positivity
1: us. and the people you know yeah. you guys watching listening like i think you guys relate to us a lot of you know we yeah. just love we love talking to each other we love talking about gaming and people really relate to that yeah. in a positive way
0: but i really did take your advice with mm-hmm. it especially with my career i see one thing i don't like oh, towards me or someone else yeah um
1: that's the big one towards, I block em. towards someone else
0: i block them how you I don't will speak like
1: to someone else says volumes to what you somebody, could say about me
0: somebody uh i had a twitter post a little while ago and uh, a girl commented mm-hmm. really sweet sweet girl commented saying something about optic mm-hmm. and it wasn't bad it was just an opinion yeah um and somebody i won't repeat what they said but they not only did they insult her but they insulted her body image, her femininity, everything (laughs) literally over an optic thing. It, the, the, what they said was disgusting. I'm just going to say that it was horrific. I immediately, immediately reported and blocked it immediately. And it wasn't even to me. It was to someone else, that kind of stuff. Like I cannot stand. That's actually worse. I'd rather you say it to me than someone else. Like, like via my platform, Mm -hmm. like that just made me, I was so angry at that. Yeah. And that's, I hadn't been angry about a comment in a while, but that to someone else, it was for me, I don't know, it was just too far because I couldn't protect her. It it
1: changed my view on social media in general when I started because I block a lot of people. I have no, I'll say it, I don't care. Plus,
0: I think it's how to deal with it for me anyway. I I I started
1: blocking people. It doesn't matter if you have even (laughs) not said a word to me before in your (laughs) life. If I read something, that I'm like, that's disgusting or that's awful you're blocked yeah because if you'll say it to someone else then you don't i don't even want you to see what i'm saying or my opinions or anything and it's it's almost like a clarity thing isn't it you know where it's like i just don't want to see that i
0: just don't want to see that negativity i don't want you're taking away and you're
1: taking away that person's availability to to, you to to doing it again
0: i would never want to let somebody just like roam around freely on my profile saying that to other girls mm-hmm. and other people who don't deserve that like it's just not acceptable to me yep. so like i just get rid of it entirely and honestly it sits well with me yeah. I, I sleep easy because i, I don't you. really see it anymore because yeah. i think i've blocked so many of the bad ones that I, told you. I just don't see it anymore very much um that changes a lot when I go live on yeah. broadcast because I can't control that in a in a chat situation. However, that's on my a, personal a, stuff, where I'm interacting that, with people, yeah. I can sleep easy. That's
1: something that like I won't I won't name names, but like streaming platforms really need to figure out. Yeah. Because there is a mass amount of hate and inappropriate conduct in chats, um, you know, on streaming platforms. Yeah. And. I don't know. It's crazy that they haven't like really kind of started. Obviously, you have moderators who ban it. But well,
0: you, you you kind of um, said it the other day. It's really hard to. Yeah. Um. And and we literally saw why because people find ways to get around it. You don't yeah. have to spell a word. No, yeah. That way to to know what they're trying to say. You know, it's I, like like see, <laughs> I have
1: like harsh. I have like a harsh view on this. Like real soon, I always joke around about it, but I think that it takes away like i don't want to say it takes away rights but i guess like in a way it's like you need um what did real two say to me real two is like make it <laughs> make these platforms that you can only have one account and it links to um you it's a picture of you and it's you know but like that like your that, driver's that, license yeah, photo, yeah like something, yeah, yeah. and yeah. you can only have one account but you know that goes in like that's a it's a little like joke but it goes into like that goes in like security issues and privacy issues but it would stop a lot lot because when someone says something dumb one you only get one account so if you get banned you're done And then the other thing obviously is like so many people are so confident to say something to you about your game or your physical appearance or whatever it might be and the reason why they are is because you don't know who they are yeah and you can't say anything no but i don't even like that because i don't think that you should rebuttal back with a negative you know what i mean yeah i just like the sense of you get one account you ban you're banned you're done yeah you know yeah um but obviously like i said it's more of a joke because that's security issues and privacy issues but um hopefully one day we live in a world where it's not a problem no and
0: and it's funny because you know i feel like we have kind of more lent on right now the negative stuff but social media does come with its positives i think in terms of uh, the world we live in the movements that are occurring around the world um you know i think it's awesome that we can use our platforms for good um I i think it's awesome that the flow of people that can follow you um who mean well and can see what you're producing or promoting I think it's awesome that we can with a click of a button share something to hundreds of thousands of people around the world um because i think that type of spreading for good is awesome yeah you know like anti-asian hate crimes right now is such a big thing and something that i've i have quite posted quite heavily about on my social media um because i do feel pretty i do feel pretty kind of uh, i I feel stressed out about it yeah I, i want To stop it, I I know that I can't do it on my own. Yeah. But the fact that I can share that that, with people. That's
1: one of the positives of social media it bands people together. Yeah. And in this case, in a positive way of stopping something negative. And, you know, that's. It's it's easy to focus on the 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 movements too.
0: Black Lives Matter, you know, um, the equality for females, Mm. um, you know, all sorts of different things that can happen around the world and are happening around the world currently. Being able to share those, being able to learn, being able to read experiences and learn from that and uh, know what to watch out for, for certain other things. You know, uh, Sarah Everard back in the UK, um, you know, safety of women around the world, the fact that it's happening in so many different places. There's so many movements and so many experiences experiences that can be shared stories like that can be shared that you wouldn't have known before that can mm -hmm. educate so many people and i think it's so important but then again that does come with those people who see these experiences or uh, movements and have something to say about it something negative because they can yeah it doesn't always mean that they actually believe it because this is what i believe i sometimes believe the hate and the negativity that comes on social media sometimes the people writing them i'm sure don't even believe half the stuff they're even saying they're
1: just being trolls and they're just trying to want trying attention to,
0: it's clout yeah i don't even know if that's the right word for it but it's just it's like t- it's wanting seeking. the attention yeah. you know it's and that's sad i think that's a sad truth of social media and i think that ugh, i would love to see that start to fade out and die out a little bit mm-hmm. i don't know if it will because i think a lot of people's careers are made around attention mm-hmm. um and i think it's showing the younger generations that that's how you get somewhere sometimes yeah. Uh, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's a lot of I feel like there's a difficult. lot of online personalities that are all about yeah. that attention, that clout, that whatever the words are. So, yeah, difficult. it's a lot of good with a lot of bad. I feel like that's just a balance of the world currently.
1: Yeah be mindful of what you're saying yeah you know be mindful be the change you want you know if you want to be if you want people to be positive you be positive to others and i think that's it's really as simple as that at the end of the day you know treat others how you wish to be treated i think i learned that when i was like does anyone
0: really want to be treated badly like come on (laughs) on. no
1: they do not so go Um, on just
0: like yeah i think if you can take that motto treat others how you would like to be treated yourself this world would be a much nicer place
1: and i think absolutely and i think one of the things kind of like closing remarks on it too is you know just because you don't just because you view something in a positive way when you see something negative not saying something can be a negative so you know yeah. be positive you know treat others how you wish to be treated and when you see something that's wrong defend what's right yes Because I think with social media, I think that's such a big part of what is happening with this stuff is like, you know, with the negatives of social media is that there's so many people that probably actually view it in a good, like view it the correct way, but they just don't, no one speaks up. No one says, you know, people don't say stuff, people don't do stuff. And I think that's really... Yeah. Where we're at with social media, I think
0: you are allowed to have your own opinion. Yeah, I think that is damn right. You know, freedom of speech—that is 100% where it is. You know, you you should and and can have your own opinion, but I think if you if your opinion is going to seriously hurt someone else by saying that opinion, don't, don't
1: say it. Don't <laughs>
0: say it. You know, like if it is like if it is to the point where you're like literally discriminating someone's race, yeah. age or gender, or you are body shaming, you are just personally attacking someone. That is not an opinion that needs to be shared. That is different. That is that is a genuine personal attack and that should not be aired. That voice doesn't need to be there. Keep it in. Suppress that. Okay? Tell your friends in person. Seek help. And seek help. <laughs> But if it's an opinion no, on really though. Some something. Like if first, if yeah. you see
1: someone post something and your first thing is like comment something negative, like you, like, I'm sorry. Like, I think you <laughs> yeah, probably need I to agree. like see a therapist because like, yeah. I mean, I, I, have, I don't know about you. I've never once gone to Twitter and seen someone post something and be like, oh, let me reply with this negative <laughs> comment. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, no.
0: I know. It's, it's very strange. Like people like can say stuff like, oh, I just hate her. Yeah. Don't say it then. Why are you yeah. saying that? That's not, that's yeah. not a genuine like opinion. Like, why are you, why are you saying that? Yep. You don't need to say things like that. It's just, that's just not, you don't need to hear it, okay? But like, you know, if there's something you do disagree with in in the world and I I feel like everyone can read situations. Come on. Read the room. We we, we can all read the room. Read the room. Read the room. If you want to disagree, you can disagree, Hans. That's fine. Go ahead. That's okay. People have opinions. But I think when it comes to personal attacks, it's very different. Keep that in. Keep that in. And like out the window, just scream it out somewhere else into a pillow please like just don't bother putting it you know for the world to see yeah. no one needs to see that um
1: and like like i said seriously though like <laughs> what like if you if you want to comment personal attacks mm. there's something that you need to address with yourself With yourself because it's a, i actually think it's a serious problem that people are having that they have no problem personally attacking others um yeah. and if like if it bothers you that badly like obviously there's some cases where you'll understand why because it's someone who maybe isn't doing good for the world and that's yeah. why you want to personally attack yeah. but still like it's it's a it's a slippery slope to go down talking negatively about other people consistently i you think know? this
0: is i think this is also quite before we end this a straightforward way to put yeah. it for example when we talk about team changes roster changes and roster moves on the call of duty league on the podcast anywhere that is aired publicly you don't find us saying, This person is horrific. They're a terrible player. They do this, they do that. They're awful for their team. Get them out right now. Yeah. That is never the case. It is more so, their numbers haven't been that great. I can yeah. kind of understand the team change there. Um, but you know, they're really good at this. They're really good at that. Maybe this is something that's in the team, a dynamic problem. Yeah. This is something here. They haven't got the right role. There is you. you can discuss things openly and have an opinion about who you think should have been dropped or who you think should have been benched or come in yeah. as a replacement without being personally horrible to someone. I did someone. that with
1: Vance today. Uh, yeah, you did. Okay. I said, I yep. said. I don't know. I think that he should have been the one replaced. Yeah. But then I also followed it up with like, he's a fully capable player. He's been a pro player for a really long time. Something's going wrong something, somewhere else. Yeah, something, yeah. yeah.
0: You know, and you talked about role changes. And I think that is the best way to put it. Yeah. You have your opinion, but you just don't need to be horrible to that person personally. Yep. I just think that's how that's how life should work. And honestly, if people could follow that, not that it's ever going to happen anytime <laughs> soon because there's a lot of people out there. But be that the, is how the be world... Be the change you want though. Yeah, I think so. It starts with one person. Yep. It's a domino effect. Hopefully it can happen one day. We will... I'll sit here and wait. (laughs) While we drink
1: our coffee. Speaking of coffee.
0: Speaking of coffee. Oh, hello host. I know. I'm learning. Well, I'm out. You are. But I can rate it. Yeah, what
1: would you rate it? Go ahead. A 10. You rated a 10? Yeah. Really? You loved it that much? (laughs) I really did. I'm going to go nine. Can I have some? (laughs) You can. It's a little cold now. It's
0: okay. (laughs) 10? Yeah. Yeah it's good the first um, ever 10 you know what it is as well i think it's more situational yeah. for me sometimes like how i'm feeling because it's very sunny outside right now the sun is shining we took our dogs for a really nice yeah. walk just before we came and did this um and you're right it's a summer coffee for sure and john you know i was gonna say to you halfway through the podcast i got to the end part of my mm-hmm. coffee i started tasting pink lemonade really no lie like no joke there you go so what I actually want to do when we get downstairs I would actually like to have a black cup of this so I'm gonna have a black cup of this and I will tell you because
1: she just wants another excuse to have another (laughs) cup of coffee
0: I will write on the socials um, what I think of it at the end and and what it was like in both you know cream and sugar and black because at the end of it I did start to taste some kind of citrusy sweet pink lemonade it was weird you're gonna try black my eyes were like "Hmm." yeah um, so I think I'm going to try it black just to see if I can taste any more of those notes further so I can, you know, tell you guys what is really going on in this coffee because I love this. I think it is delicious. It's super, super smooth. It is fresh. Just like I said, it is very fresh and like, I don't know, sparkly. Yeah. I guess it's just really clear. I really like that. So I'm going to give it a 10. What are you, uh, what are you giving it?
1: I said a nine. Oh Yeah, highest one of... Highest that rating. is a high
0: for you. I
1: feel like I do... I agree completely about the situation thing. I almost feel bad for rating the other coffees on, like, winter days because I just feel like I was super harsh. But yeah. we'll see. We'll see with the next episode if if it continues to be high ratings or not. Because this, I just... I think this is a good cup of coffee. Yeah. The second I tried it, I was like, this is this is good. This is a good I don't taste the notes at all, but it's yeah.
0: good. Well, actually, another thing before we go that I do want to say, um, something that's really cool we haven't actually shared with you guys yet, but two times a grind podcast will be moving locations at some point um and i'm very excited to kind of just talk about it because yeah. i can't wait yeah so we'll have a similar type of looking setup so everything will come with us um but we're actually going to be moving the setup to our basement and our basement is currently being done
1: finishes
0: we are finishing it yep. um and it's basically going to be like a ginormous gaming room yeah. basically movie, it's gonna movie, be movie and gaming, gaming that kind of thing and this is going to have its own little studio area for us to just literally come and jump on and sit down and talk um and i had to share with you guys because i'm so excited <laughs>
1: it's a little bit early to say it but yeah yeah we're like a month out yeah. maybe
0: but i i'm still that's only like four episodes ish so i am really excited about don't it And I want to shock them they're with a family a they're our family i wanted to tell them how excited i am because I didn't want to just be like, ta-da! Like, you know, I want to share the excitement and, um, you know, I think what we're also going to do, what I'd like to do is share some pictures of it on our socials with you guys of it, you know, kind of before the transition after, um, so you can see like how much work really went into doing our basement and we're so, I, I'm so excited about it. I just yeah. feel like we're going to be living so, in there. so
1: check out <laughs> check out the social media yeah. to see the updates as they come
0: yeah they're in the description below oh, yeah. um uh, but yeah guys let's know episode. what you think of the episode uh we you know touched upon a couple of different things there but got you know, serious it got very serious, got and, serious and I think you know I want to hear from you guys too we, we love reading your comments uh below Uh, let us know what you think of social media in general because I'm sure everyone has an opinion on this we're all on it you guys have literally clicked on it to see this video I'm sure so let us know what you think good, the bad, the ugly everything else in between that comes with social media what you love about it what you hate about it what would you change Uh, would you get off it completely if you could Um, so yeah let us know But it's been an absolute pleasure, as always, bringing you episode six. I hope your Wednesday is as beautiful as you guys are and we'll catch you in the next one. So as always, stay on the grind.